you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hey, welcome back to Her Portion. It's Hannah here, and today we're going to zero in on one specific term that is found in Titus chapter 2, verse 5. We'll read the verses in a second, but I want you to know the term first. We're going to be looking at the phrase, keepers at home. Now, last week, Courtney did an awesome job, as always, sharing a good breakdown of Titus chapter 2. It was a really great episode that laid an excellent foundation for the rest of this month, and I highly recommend listening to it if you haven't already. Okay, so let's just get right into it. Titus chapter 2 verse 1 says, But speak thou things which become sound doctrine. What is sound doctrine? It means it is founded in truth, firm, strong, valid, solid, and it cannot be overthrown or refuted. Doctrine is simply put teaching. You might have heard your preacher say that you should be attending a doctrinally sound church. That means the doctrines they teach, such as the gospel, the trinity, baptism by immersion after salvation, etc., should be founded upon truth. It should be firm, valid, and strong. And what is truth? We know that God's word is truth. So if a teaching goes directly against God's word, it is not sound doctrine. It's false. And I love that Titus 2, 1 says, speak thou the things which become sound doctrine. And then he gives us a large list first to the men and then to the ladies. That means that whatever he's about to say after verse 1 is literally going to become sound doctrine when you do it, when put into practice. He's getting ready to say, do these things and those things we know because of verse one will be founded in truth, God's word. They will be firm, strong. They cannot be overthrown or refuted. So in verse three, he talks to the aged women and gives some instruction to them. But what I really love is in verse four, let's read it together. Titus two, verse four, that they may teach the young women to be, and then pause for a moment with me. We are now going to find out exactly what God expects from us women. So let's continue. To be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Wow, that last part we just read is profound to me. That the word of God be not blasphemed. Blaspheme means to speak irreverently towards God, to speak evil of. The purpose here is twofold, I believe. Number one, God's word is blasphemed when the young women are not taught from the aged women. And number two, when women of any age choose not to live this way, not to do these things, it's blasphemous to God's word. That truly is such a big deal. I'm not sure that my tiny mind can really comprehend what I just said. But what about keepers at home? 
Well, the first time the word keep was mentioned in scripture was in Genesis 2.15, and it says this, And the Lord God took the man, Adam, and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. Adam was to keep the garden, meaning he was to watch over it, guard it, and care for it through labor. And then we see in scripture also that Abel was the keeper of sheep in Genesis 4.2. And in Acts, we see there was a keeper of the prison. To keep something means simply to watch over it, guard it, and care for it. Ladies, being a keeper at home is so much more than just a maid. It's so much more than just being a maid as the world has poorly painted this beautiful title, this beautiful God-given title to be. Listen, anything that God deems holy and to be sound doctrine, you better believe it will be attacked, twisted, and Satan will have his way with deception because that's his tactics. Women of today who don't know Jesus or don't know any better believe that to be a keeper at home or a homemaker is oppressive. But the truth, the literal truth, is that living outside of God's divine will for his creation, that is where actual oppression lies. There's no peace in that. There's no peace in fighting against God's design for the home. Keeper at home. The keeper at home is the woman who is well aware of her household, meaning she knows what entertainment is being watched on TV what is going on on computers and on social media. She knows the money going in and out and what is needed in order to prepare meals for her family. Now, some couples decide that one person only will deal with the finances and the woman might not be the one to do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But she is also someone who treasures her home. She tends to her home, and yes, that really does involve a large portion of cleaning, but it doesn't always have to be, cleaning doesn't always have to be such a horrible thing. There are ways to get around that. But moving on, she watches what goes in and what goes out. She builds her household up in spiritual matters instead of tearing it down, and God tells us in Proverbs that that woman is wise. Today, I want to give you some encouragement. Whether you have children in your home or not, whether you're married or single, you listening right now have a space to keep and God cares about how you keep it. Do you know what your children are watching? Now more than ever, be aware because kids shows certainly are not getting any better. Not only do you know what they are watching, do you know how long that they are watching? How much time is given to screens? Do you have an idea what you need to buy from the grocery store and what you're going to make? Or is it a hit or miss and it's just a stressful situation? You'd rather just end up eating out. And hey, I think most of us have been there, so I'm not beating you up here. Next, are you taking care of your home or are you allowing the mountain of dishes to invite those pesty flies over for dinner? Is the laundry a constant headache? Are you always surprised by your finances? And lastly, are you spending any time with the Lord? You cannot be perfect. And trust me, I don't want you to leave this episode feeling defeated because I know what it feels like to be on that side of things. I am not perfect. And I am a work in progress. I think that most of us are, right? 
Life is so, so busy, really for all of us, but especially when you have small children who require a lot from you because they rely on you. Everyone's phase of keeping their home is going to look different. I still believe, though, that no matter what, we could always find an excuse of our busyness, but I don't think we have a pass to not take care of our home and to not understand and know what's going on and going in and and going out, coming in and going out. Have you ever been so overwhelmed by the chaos of mess that you didn't know where to start, so you just didn't start at all? Have you ever felt terrified of having someone drop by because you just can't keep up with the tidying? I truly believe there's a fix to these things. And I currently am looking into a system that I believe the Lord gave me as an answer to prayer, although I've not tried it yet. (laughs) Um, But I believe it really has the potential to be life-changing in this area. And I'm going to put into practice these things that I'm learning before I ever share it with you. But if you're interested, stay tuned on my Instagram and on my blog because I really, if, if it, if it's a help to me, I'm going to share it with you because we got to help each other out, right? Regardless, I want to encourage you to pray about it. If you're overwhelmed by cleaning and the chaos and the structure of your home, God would not give you more than he can handle. I didn't say more than you could handle more than he could handle. Sometimes we add so much more than he ever intended for us to have, whether that's in our possessions or a poor usage of the time that he's given us with each and every day. I just want to encourage you to pray and he will guide you and reveal these things to you. Lastly, I want to ask you, are you thankful to be a keeper at home? I know I sure am. Nothing brings me more fulfillment and joy than a clean home, a meal I poured myself into and gave to my family. It's just a special feeling. Spending quality time and investing in my children, being present. Months ago, the Lord really worked on my heart about being a homemaker and just how special it really is. So much has changed in my home since I realized that it is my literal job and expectation from the Lord to manage my home. Now, I've been the manager before of an actual business before I was married, and it just really stood out to me to think that my home is my responsibility to manage. Am I doing a good job, or is it the last thing to be addressed in my life? Friend, you are doing a great job. I don't know you, and you might think, how you, you don't know how I'm doing, Hannah, but if you are listening and you're thinking, yeah, I want to do better. I, I want to better my home. Then you're doing a great job. God sees your desire to do better and the struggles that you face. And he's going to help you if you let him. Let's strive to be thankful keepers at home. Not women who are begrudging the title, but joyfully stepping into this God-given role and watching the tremendous blessings bestowed upon our loved ones as a result. We are not oppressed. We are tremendously blessed to be keepers at home. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. 
encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the scriptures. Until next time.